Uh, all right, let's go ahead and jump back into it. Last time on Herding Dragons, you were all uh, neck deep in swamp guck as you fought against the Banshee of the Moors, uh, otherwise known as Alicia, otherwise known as uh, Sincerity's uh, future ex-dead wife um, that she tried to slip in a marriage there unbeknownst to him and y'all were not having that since Sincerity was not able to leave you decided to put the crack down on her however Sincerity's uh, you know physical and uh, you know violent rejection of Alicia uh, caused her to have somewhat of a uh, mental breakdown splitting into three different personality banshees uh, which you all then uh, just proceeded to commit murder and kill. Uh, but don't feel too bad. She had a lot of uh, dead husbands that are waiting for her in her after afterlife. So, you know, probably a net positive uh, overall. Uh, but we are actually going to uh, uh, go back in time just just a little bit. Uh, back to before you left Fandolin. It's the night after you all cured racism and we're going to go back to the moment that you all noticed that Smee had drank so much alcohol that she actually Vajra Blackstaff called in a warning stating that her blood alcohol levels were even wildly beyond their normal limits and that Smee needed to be uh, taken back to or at least teleported back to Candlekeep so we're actually going to cut to that the moment after you all turned the ring on Smee's finger, teleporting her to Candlekeep. We follow Smee as her body digitizes into blue and white light as she vanishes in front of you. Uh, Smee, from your perception, uh, you guys ended racism in Fandolin. You you killed the meth supplier, or you at least snuffed out the, the supply itself. You were just partying, and then all of a sudden you just you just blacked out. Uh, you kind of your memory from that night is a little hazy. Uh, you kind of remember this bright light in your eyes and uh, you can like, you know, you just hear like these voices. You can't make out what they're saying completely, uh, but you hear like, oh, God damn it. Stay with us, me. Stay with us. And you hear beep, beep, beep. And the, like just these whirring of these like medical uh, gizmos in the background. It's like, oh, God damn it. We have to do something. And. You hear a slap. Doctor, we've got to do something to save her. She's so important. Um, and then you you hear this unknown male voice. She says, I've done all I can do for her. That amount of alcohol consumption would be dangerous for a hill giant, much less a wood elf. As a doctor takes off his glasses inside, he says, I've done all I've can done. I've, I've pumped her stomach. And you hear another slap. Uh, and then you, uh, you kind of lose consciousness. Uh, a, a little bit and like the the voices come out and you actually smee you find yourself in not a dark space not a black space but like a a misty space you find yourself walking what seems to be in like a a misty wooded area um hell of a bender oh my god yeah hell of hell of a bender and you know you've it feels different like you've woken up in a forest before don't get me wrong but like this just feels different you don't necessarily have a hangover although it does kind of, you do kind of have that like kind of surreal after drink after more a night of heavy drinking kind of like that surreal feeling like what even happened last night 
Um, go ahead and make me a, a perception check as you're walking through this forest. All right. And, and quick question. Do I feel drunk still or do I feel sober for like the first time ever in my life? Um, Smee, what do you want to feel in this moment? If you're, how would you want to wake up? Um, I mean, I would hope to wake up peacefully, mm-hmm. like just at peace, at zen, the trauma that causes my drinking to have gone, gone away. Okay. Yeah. I'll say you, you don't feel drunk. You feel light, uh, probably for the first time in a while. Like you f- it feels surreal. That's probably the surreal feeling. It's sober. You feel sober. Like you're kind of like, look at like, what is, what is going on? Um, and with that 16 perception, you kind of see like, it's a dark forest and you're walking through, but it's not nighttime. You kind of look up and you can see that there's like, there's sun up above, uh, but it's dark in this forest. And you can kind of hear these like, (laughs) little like laughs of like kids, like a little bit farther off. And it looks like there's like a break in the trees just up ahead, kind of where the, those voices are coming from. All right. Uh, Smee wants to go check it out and see if she can find out what those voices are. Okay. Uh, do you, how, how you, you start walking towards those, those voices. Are you being, being sneaky or are you uh, just approaching? Um, Smee is so at peace that she feels like nothing here could possibly hurt her. She's just gonna wander in as is. Okay. Um, you start to head towards those like, those voices that you heard. And and quite honestly, it sounds like little kids giggling, uh, like at play. Uh, and as you start to approach the light and like you kind of your eyes adjust from the dark forest to the uh, to, you know, the, this wooded or this meadow or this clearing that you see, you know, these three kids, um, you know, not unlike your own three kids. It's not Nat Squidly and Jinx, but, you know, just kind of like two boys and one girl or like playing in in a field and it looks like they're playing hoop and stick and then they're playing tag and um do you you it doesn't look like they've they've seen you yet but it's Uh, like they're playing playing in this open clearing kind of on the edge of the woods are they human children or are they elf children they are elf children they are all all three of them are elf children do any of them look familiar to me um You'd have to get a little bit closer to look. You'd probably have to reveal your presence. But from with that original 16 perception and your approach, uh, you don't there's nothing immediately familiar about them. OK, and Smee's just going to walk up to where the kids are playing and just straight up ask them, hey, children, where am I? <laughs> uh, they you- like the, it, as you approach and they're kind of like, and they they kind of freak out and they kind of like huddle behind like the two of them, like two smaller ones kind of huddle behind like what looks like an older, an older elf. And they say, who, what, who, who are you? Uh, my name is Smee. Who are you? Uh, I, our parents told us not to, to talk to, to strangers. Um, but I'm not a stranger. I'm I'm a wood elf and this is a wood and you guys are elves. So therefore, we are all wood elves. We are all one. Uh. Make me a, a, a persuasion check with advantage. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, these, as you say, we're not strangers. We're we are wood elves. We are one. The kids kind of like you see their their eyes kind of scanning you up and down, kind of taking you in. Um, and they behold your your pointy ears, your your fair your fair skin, like you know your your delicate elven features. Um, say again. 
My beer gut. Yeah, your, your beer gut. Um, the one un-elf-like feature uh, about you. Um, and they say, uh, the kids are kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's that's okay. We we don't get visitors here. Where is here? Uh, this is Sun Garden. Sun Garden. I have not heard of this restaurant before, but please do tell. <laughs> they kind of, they kind of, they kind of giggle at your at your joke. They say, "No, it's Sun Sun Garden. It's the it's our an- ancestral home." But we haven't had we haven't had visitors, and I don't know. I, I and they kind of look at each other like, "I don't. We don't. We, we have. We've never had have had visitors." Um, and these kids are like, "We." We should take you to the, to to Mr. Mayor. We should take you to yeah. He'll he'll know like he'll he'll know what to do with you. Here, come on, let's let's go. Uh, and these kids start to like kind of run and and uh, gleefully kind of skip uh, away from the woods uh, and kind of towards. And as you kind of follow their their trail, you can see that there's like a little elven establishment. Uh, looks very modest of size. Looks like it's you know established, but not like a new york city or not like a town it's more like a village status um make a perception check (laughs) oh eight unfortunately you're just kind of able from your vantage point able to just make out the buildings from from afar but there's there's a fair amount of buildings and there's smoke coming up from them and you can see that these this uh, elven settlement has like built themselves in mostly a clearing and surrounded by woods. And like, so they're, they're kind of built like these like thatched houses out of like, you know, mud and clay. So it's very like a pioneer type elven, elven village. So um, uh, you, you follow the kids. Yes. And I'm probably like scratching myself because I haven't been sober in so long. I just, I feel uncomfortable. I'm looking for, for alcohol anywhere. Okay. Um, yeah, you. Uh, I'll make another perception as you're going through town, just looking for alcohol as you follow these kids. Ooh, seven. So, no, that's not a seven. That's a nat one. <laughs> Sobriety uh, does not suit me. No, you're, you're, I'll st- you're still, it's got that very surreal, like, you're, the sun is out and you don't have sunglasses right now. So you're kind of like, you know, maybe like kind of coming down a little bit. But like you just a little sunlight sensitivity, you know, uh, but you don't see any alcohol and you're able to follow the kids. And there's elves, other elves kind of walking throughout the town and like kind of going about their their business. Like, um, like imagine the elves in like Pilgrim wear like they got the buckles and like the hats and like like Cute. full on full on like Puritan, like, you know, the uh, pilgrims. But elves, um, you follow these kids and they actually go to what looks like not a local tavern, but a, a local church. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just got kind of like a general, you know, it's me is getting real itchy now. Real itchy. Yeah. OK, well, it's you still feel surreal. I'll say this still doesn't quite feel real to you. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't know. Or maybe like this is that first inkling of doubt or something other than this is peaceful. Uh, yeah, they're, like, uh, they're like, Hey, he's in, in here, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Mayor. Uh, and they, they run into the, into the church. All right. Well, Smee's going to follow them. I hope she doesn't catch on fire as she crosses <laughs> the doorway. Uh, nothing seems to happen as you, you cross this doorway. Um, but you do see the, these kids 
kind of like uh at the heat like kind of like hey mr mayor mr there's we have a visitor we somebody came from the woods and they, they they're look they're, they're just coming in and they're like and then you hear this old uh this old elves oh, children children now one one second one one thing at a time please slow slow down visitors we don't we don't get visitors here in Sun Garden. You you know that. But the Mr. Mayor, he's there she's right there. She said her name was Smee and she's she's a wood elf like us. And he's and she turns and as as Smee you've entered into the church at this point uh and you've uh like he just looks through you. Like he doesn't even see you. He says, "Children, what are you what on earth are you are you are you talking about? This it, are they it's like mr mayor she's she's right there don't you don't you see him and it's like here smee come on come up here and and t- tell him like and he's like children come on please this is a place of of worship we're we're getting ready for for the service uh smee what do you do uh, smee is gonna start yelling at the mayor hey mayor can you hear me she's gonna give him a little shove on the shoulder uh you go to shove him on the shoulder and like as you make contact, it's like your body becomes ethereal, and you just you, oh, you push through him. And Smee, it's around about this time that like you kind of look behind you, and when you were in the in the woods, there was this heavy fog that kind of made the woods kind of dark. And then when you went out to talk to the kids, that fog kind of disappeared, and you followed the kids, and you never really looked back. As you kind of like push through him and you kind of look around in disbelief, you can see that there's a fog, a heavy fog that seems to have followed you all the way up to the door of the church. Uh, And as you turn around to look at the outside, the sun is no longer shining. There is just a gray wall outside of the church. And as you're realizing this, it seems that the Mr. Mayor is realizing this as well. He says, children, what have, what have you done? You, you come in here, talk about visitors, and you've, you've brought the... F- you said they came out of the forest? This is not good. Um, The mayor, like, he, he starts running around the church. He starts ringing the bell. He says, everybody, we need, we need to get it. Board all the doors, board all the doors. The fog, the fog has come. Uh, and you can, like, you can see the face just, just drain from him. And he says, he goes up to the children and he says, I'm, I'm so sorry, children, you've brought this upon yourselves. He actually starts to pull out, like, rope. And you can see that he's actually starting to tie these children's, like, hands behind their back. What, what is, not, what, not what does Smee do? What is Smee feeling right now? Uh, Smee feels, uh, pretty shamed that she has created the situation for the children she just wants to protect those children um she just she she feels very obligated to protect those children because it sounds like she's the reason the mayor is tying them up and also she doesn't like that mayor and she's Mm -hmm. kind of regretting she thinks maybe if she had converted to catholicism before she died this would not be happening she she should have done a lot of other things she's got a lot of regret okay shame um uh, how as you start to feel these like every, it's all happening very quickly uh you feel kind of the shame around like you didn't you didn't intend for this to happen you didn't never wish for harm upon any children you can hear the wind start to whip around outside in the fog and you can hear the worried screams of of townsfolk as they start to slam and and board their doors you see that the the mayor is not 
undeterred. He actually, he says, he says, I, it's, I'm so sorry, children. This is must what be done. If you've been claimed by the forest, you must be sacrificed. And he pulls out a dagger. Uh, and it looks like he's finished tying the kids together. What, what's Smee feeling now? Um, Smee is distraught. She doesn't want these children to die. They were just playing a little bit of hoop and stick. And then she did this to them. She's feeling very distraught right now. She's probably screaming at the mayor, don't do this, don't do this. And crying you- a little bit. You are the the kids are like they're they're kind of looking at they're like what's going on what what did we do what's happening as like gags are are stuffed into their mouths um, and Smee you are just screaming at this this Mister Mayor who has no he can't hear you he can't see you he can't he can't comprehend you at all the winds start to whip around outside this church you feel yourself grow. And just your perception, this room tinies around you. You feel, It's almost like the space is warping around you until the front doors of this church buckle and break in and the fog floods in. And you hear, Smee, Smee, come back to us. Smee, you, you just, come on. And you, you hear another. Uh, and you, this time you feel a slap uh, on your face. Uh, and you, you kind of, you, 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 you come to a little bit and you can see Vajra Blackstaff is like standing on top of you on like all on her, all fours. And she's like gripped you by the, like the collar. And she's like, just slapped you away. She says, me, can you hear me? It's me can hear her. I hear you, Vajra. Oh, God damn it, doctor. We did it. And Vajra, Vajra hugs you. Um, and she says, and she like, she's kind of sobbing. She says, I, th- I thought we lost you to, I thought we lost you, Smee. Are the kids, oh. okay? Are the kids all right? What? The, yeah, the kids? Uh, yes, no, Ooh. Nat, and like the, uh, you actually see your children, uh, Nat, Squidly, and Jinx are like right by your side. And this is, oh, God, she's, she did it. Vajra, I don't know if you, you needed to have us in here while you were pumping her stomach and reviving her, but, oh, drunk mom, we're glad you're okay. But we're Love we're fine. Okay, but where are the other kids, the elf kids? I saw elf kids, and they were gonna die. Where are the elf kids? Well, no, the, there are no elf kids. It's just oh, us. Oh my god, I think I killed some elf kids in another dimension, guys. I feel awful right now. Smee, you, you were here the whole, you were here, you passed out drunk. Was I mentally? Did my um, spirit go somewhere else? I don't know how this works. Maybe I wasn't here. Maybe I was dead. I have a heartbeat. Guess you have a heartbeat. The entire time. I had a heartbeat. The whole, the whole time. Mm. And you actually, you kind of look around the room and it's just full of vomit. Just everywhere. (laughs) She said there was just so, you just, you just expunged (laughs) so much of yourself. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, here, uh, and then we kind of, we're going to jump forward uh, about like three day recovery time. Uh, and Smee, uh, you, you feel how you feel about that dream. Um, but eventually Vajra comes back to you and she says, okay, all right, we've run all diagnostic tests on you. You are fine by all accounts. I just, Smee, you really can't drink that much that far away from Candlekeep. Like, we have a specialized team of doctors that can pump your stomach, but it was a close one, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I've I've learned my lesson, Vajra. I have. A, I killed some children with my drinking. I'm traumatized. I, again, Smee, that was just a dream. 
It was, I, I promise you, it was just a fever dream brought on by about, brought about by the copious amounts of alcohol that you had drunk. Maybe, maybe, but I feel like I need to find, um, I, I need to get religious now is what I feel like. Um, and I heard, I heard that there is a religion where they make you drink wine. Um, and it's totally cool. Like that's totally okay. I think I might get into that religion now. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel about okay. it. All right. Well, it, you know, I guess people go through their own tests of faith in their own time, but Smee, I just speaking as a, a woman of magic, um, gods 100% exist, and you probably should believe in at least one of them. Which one's the god of alcohol? I'll worship that god. Um, Pan? Pan. Dionysus. Dionysus. That, that guy. That one. Dionysus. I'm gonna call him Dio. That's easier to remember. He's Dio. Dio. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Dio is... God of God Dio, and he looks the legend like is like uh, he's a holy diver into like like a river or like a sea of wine. That's oh. a beautiful religion. I'm gonna join that right now. I need to get. I need to find some wine, Vajra. Where can I get? Uh, some she's, uh, well, we if you you haven't left the hospital wing, but we have, and she points to like a little IV that's like hooked into you, and it's a red bag, um, but it's not blood. Uh, it is red wine that they've just you know. Was it blessed in the name of God Dio? I don't think so. Um, we typically here at, at Candlekeep, uh, you know, kind of subscribe to all gods. You know, it's you know, they all have their own little domains. So, you know, kind of spread your bets. Um, all right. Well, I got Agma is a favorite of mine. That's the god of knowledge. You know, so yeah, we need 500 cc's of cab sab stat. <laughs> Exactly. That you hear like uh, two doctors or two interns run by your your hospital room. <laughs> your your orders on the way. Perfect, perfect. That's exactly what I need. All right. Well, thanks, Vajra, for saving my life. Um, I'm traumatized for life now because of that dream. Um, and I need to find my religion, the right religion for me. Okay. Wasn't your? Didn't you come from a very religious family? Yeah, but that god was like the god of being sober. It was like the Mormon god. You know, there's like no drinking in that religion. That was not for me, Vajra. I need a religion that requires me to drink as part of Well, uh, you know, we did we did have those therapy sessions between the two of us and you did say that when you were in that dream you felt sober for the first time in a while. Yeah, and that was horrible. That was the <laughs> <laughs> 0 out of 10. Yeah, would not repeat. Not recommend. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, you take from therapy what you what you put in. So, you know, we're always here to talk. It's covered by your health care. So feel free to come by uh, whenever. But um, and she like looks down yep. at like her little crystal phone. Uh, oh, yep. Okay. Uh, and like you you hear like uh, uh, like basically what sounds like the ending of a like the bachelorette um like on her, and she's like okay it looks like they're just finishing up in the swamp now okay here we'll just go ahead and get get you back to the gang uh any any questions before you go um no, no questions at the moment mm -mm. okay and then uh, again with the whole i know you didn't exactly consent to having your blood uh taken and ridden at rid rid rodin ridden Red, red, 
read at, you know that your charts read at any time but you know just so you know you hadn't if we hadn't snuck that in the end user license agreement you'd be dead right now you know we also I, I, we you know we also monitor the other parties various different fluid levels um particularly titania since he is a robot he's very easy to measure the fluid levels of um, that sounds incredibly invasive i can't believe you guys snuck that in you can always give up your phone oh no, you know what? That's fine. I'll just sign off. Yes, I agree to the terms and conditions. It's fine. Okay. I don't read that stuff anyway. Okay, good. Because we did. We actually do have an updated version that I'll need you to uh, sign before right. you leave the hospital. I'm not even going to read it, Vajra. Okay. I yeah. yeah. Yep. Here. Good. Good. Read right here. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, uh, have tell the rest of the gang I said hey, and uh, I <laughs> hope the, the I hope you guys find Gundren really soon, and I hope you find him alive. Yes. Yes. Here's cross. Okay. All right. Peace. All right, have fun. Um, they put you in a wheelchair. You can walk. They put you in a wheelchair, uh, and they wheel you out of the hospital wing, um, and they wheel you over to the transponder station, uh, and the little little fat elf named Scotty uh, beams you up uh, out to wherever the party may lie. And we're going to jump back to the rest of you all. Uh, Alicia, her ghostly vis- visage disappearing in the wind, Sincerity, the last thing you see of her before she passes on into her after afterlife with her many, many dead husbands is a single tear and a finger that's caressing your face. And it said, you were different. <laughs> and she fades into nothing. Um, and it's round about this time you hear. Um, oh, my God. What's his fucking name? The human that lost Gundren. Oh, uh, Rock. No. Oh my God. Sil Hallwinter. Sildar. Sildar. Oh my God. Sorry, I had a just brain fart. Uh, Sildar Hallwinter. You guys are fighting the Banshee inside of her her little stick mansion, and you hear Sildar from outside. Hey, say hey. There's there's some blue light, and there's some there's some uh white light. There's somebody out here. Uh, Oh, hey, it's it's me. Smee's here. Uh, It's me. What? losers i'm back i survived bitch i'm alive uh you all smell smee before you she gets to you haven't satch already had like a bib on that had a picture of smee's liver on it like satch was ready (laughs) ever do die satch you can have you can eat whatever body parts you want i don't need this body after that and you can too (laughs) sounds Uh, like like uh sounds like he's not going to be inclined to resurrect her if she falls in combat (laughs) I mean, I don't think I don't think Satch is inclined to resurrect anybody. It's reduce, reuse, recycle, reanimate, then revive, regurgitate, regurgitate. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry, Satch. How did I forget that one? All right. Well, did y'all? Uh, he kind of peeks in. I kind of. I'm gonna be honest with you. I took a quick, uh, quick nap out here. Did y'all win? Uh, yeah, yeah, we we won. Cool. Did you save save Gundren? Uh, not yet, but that is uh, like second on our list of things to do. Okay, what's what's first? Uh, we need to, I, I believe, seduce a dragon. You got a, you what now? Yeah, because like the the dragon has those runes or uh, the the keys that we need for the for the forger spells. Okay. Uh, you make a make a perception check as you say seduce a dragon. And then kind of just elaborate a little bit. Uh, 12 perception. 
a mm, little bit of urine. You can tell comes off a of Sildar. He says, hmm, yes, uh, dragon seducing I mean, we, them. We, we could, I guess we could try to kill it. But I mean, by this time, it's it's got to be an ancient dragon. And uh, ancient dragon. I, don't know, huh? I, I, I feel like I feel like seduction is going to be the safer option here or sneaking. I'm going to be I'm going to be really <laughs> honest with you guys. I really want to rescue Gundren, but I think I think I personally am a little in over my head. Hey, you did a great job of watching our backs there. Yeah, I let you know when Smee arrived. Yes. Here's the Scooby snack. Good job. Oh, thank. It's that's just raw meat. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, and I, you know, I was joking about the whole nap thing. I was vigilant the entire time. That's why I very, very, very humble of you. Yes. Anyway, if you could please escort me back to town that would be most appreciated or i can watch your cards is is it a burden is it out of our way to stop by town on it, our way to uh the ruins it it would be yes yes you'd have to double back uh quite honestly you know for for gundren's sake i think it's probably better if you watch the carts cuz that's going to it's going to take us out of the way to get you back to town nope, safely i get it I get it. Nope, I get it. I mean, if, if you want, you can go back on your own from here. Nope, nope, absolutely not. Okay, okay. I'm like you could. I'm like a commoner plus. Is, isn't isn't that uh, a service that you charge to people though? Yep. I didn't do. I Gundren got got, didn't he? So I'm not really not really great at this. How and many I've goblins come, was it? Two, three. Okay, three. so you were you were outnumbered. We were outnumbered. That's I should leave with that. Listen, it's not my fault. We were outnumbered. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like you know, quite honestly, seeing the uh, the real thing in action, and he kind of just gestures generally at all you. It's like scares the living hell out of me. <clears throat> like not just you all, just the situations that you all can be in and be casual about. Have we told you about our our good dragon friend? You have a dra- No, what? You have a dragon friend? Lizzie. Yeah. Zelly. Zelly. Yeah. That's... Yeah, uh, Zelly. I think it's I think it's short for Zelestraza, but he he doesn't like to be formal like that. That's see, I one time made fr- thought I was became friends with a rat, uh, but turns out uh, it was just experiencing some mild form of rabies and was willing to approach me until it bit me. I love gotcha, gotcha. You know, such is life. You know, maybe I'm not. I shouldn't be a guard. Maybe I, I should try baking. You should explore your talents for sure. Hmm. All right. Well, well if, we get, if we get out of this, we'll, we'll set you up with a nice little fund, you know, send you to whatever trade school is nearest. It, it's probably Neverwinter. Yep. It's just down the road. Uh, maybe be careful about Neverwinter, though, because uh, it's it's leader is in question. Like we found his skeleton, so like who's whose skeleton is walking around? <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't is, even it know. Is siege? It's a rhetorical question or something. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so quick clarification: Waterdeep was under siege during oh. the coup. It has been successfully taken over by the uh, Devil Cult slash the uh, Castle Lanterns. Uh, Neverwinter. Uh, 
well, sorry, Dagalt Neverember, Raynar's father, who was the previous lore, open lord of Waterdeep, was ousted and went to Neverwinter to become king there. You all did find evidence that he is actually dead and that somebody is masquerading as king of Neverwinter under his name. That was okay. That was that was so long ago. That was back when that you guys. Sounds were like something that we should investigate. To oh, storm the castle. Uh... Let's add that to our to-do list. <laughs> Meeting with the king. Yes. I'm spacing on the na- other name of the city, Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. And so I, I tell him, you know, like, so, you know, Neverwinter's probably the closest, but, you know, leaders kind of in question. We don't really know who they are, but that is probably still a better bet than uh, Waterdeep because uh, it is currently run by demons. Just keep it on the down low or actually don't let like, <laughs> Waterdeep, Waterdeep run by demons. Spread the word. Okay, uh, you know what? Maybe I could be like a rumor monger. You know, yeah, we can, Because uh... this is a juicy one. I could start off with this one. Yeah, you uh, can judge you... people for that information. Yeah, um, and I actually think you all, if I if I've neglected to mention this, you all did find out information that Waterdeep after the coup has actually completely shut itself off from the outside world. Okay, that's, that's right. Like, they're not allowing, um... They're allowing ocean trade, but the the cart path has been shut. That's no big deal. Yep, no big deal. Get to it. Yeah, it just put that on you. You know, not necessarily a to do list. Going to water. Okay. All right. I'll just don't even go to. They won't even let me in. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. Well, and actually, so you all exit the uh, the Banshee's Tower, and as as soon as the last one of y'all exit. It just crumples behind you and like the the and like just slams into the ground and there's like a small mushroom cloud, which then creates a wave, a shockwave of wind that uh, goes out in 360 degrees. And it kind of just blows the mist away um, that was kind of hovering over the area. Uh, It seems that Alicia's, uh, you know, ghostly nature was the one that kind of producing this environmental effect. Um, but you can kind of see for miles at this point. It's a lot of swamp, but at this point, at least you can actually see rather than it's five feet in front of you. But uh, what's the plan? Me uh, has no idea what's going on, but she did hear something about seducing a dragon, and she's down for that. So you Sincerity know, digs through his bag to find his uh, Hollister T-shirt. Does that uh, still exist? It does. Yeah, of course it was- exists. I mean, we we left the simulation, so I didn't know if it came with or not. Yeah, no, that came that became real. Okay. Sincerity is gonna put on the Hollister T-shirt. Okay, gonna go seduce a dragon. Very seductive. Yeah. All right, just Sincerity and Smee. This will be fun. Uh, Satch is going. Satch has a uh, a bow of dragon slaying just in case, as well as the ability to speak, dra- speak draconic. So. Okay. Well, you all know that uh, the dragon is rumored to have... Well, not rumored. Uh, Sincerity's uh, dead wife told him that uh, she's uh, the dragon is in Thunder Tree. The ruins of Thunder Tree. The ruins of Thunder Tree, yes. Gonna make um, some thunder happen here. I mean, you also do know that uh, Gundren Rockseeker is at Cragmaw Castle. You know the location of Cragmaw Castle, and you know that the black spider was heading towards Cragmaw Castle at this moment. Ooh. Uh, so. and, and it's a she. Yeah, the black spider is a she. Yep. Got it, boss. So, question. Uh, can can Sincerity and Satch collaborate on some uh, 
some dragon poetry. Like I figure we, uh, we yes. would start off with some flattery since you know dragons are uh, famously rumored to be pretty vain. My charisma yeah. is not high at all. I'm Mine just gonna throw is. that out there. So maybe I can ask how you would say things in Draconic mm. while I'm saying okay. Alright. Okay. I'll I'll allow that. Uh get advantage on a persuasion roll. And you can have this in Excellent. the bank. So I'm giving I'm giving 30. image. Yeah, you're using your knowledge of the language of Draconic to help him kind of translate his own words into a a poem about by and four dragons. And I'm then just like, I also need you. Yes. Uh, and then I also need you to teach me uh, how to say, actually, I can't speak draconic, just that sentence and this one explaining. Yeah, I will That's do easy that. Enough. <laughs> I don't know how to write, so uh, I really don't know how to write anything. So I um, can't really write it down. So you would have to memorize it. S- Sincerity will write down the phonetics of uh, of what you say. Excellent. All right. So sounds like you all are going to go seduce a dragon rather than guarantee the safety of Gundren Rockseeker. Understood. Should I mean, should we save him first and then go get the keys that we're looking for? Because it seems like if we go save him first, then the black spider is going to seduce the dragon first. Not necessarily. The black spider, you know, from Alicia (laughs) is heading towards Cragmaw Castle right now which is where Gundren is. So assumedly the black side, black spider is going to pick up Gundren Rockseeker right now. Cause Alicia okay. told you that the black spider wasn't on her way to thunder tree said she was on her way to Cragmaw castle. That's right. So perhaps we should lead with our, our rescue of Gundren Rockseeker and then we'll circle back to thunder tree and, and this whole dragon seduction plan. You all do what I'm just want. I just want to lay out the 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 full picture. I I think that's probably. I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a it's a group of like eight individuals. What does everybody else think? I like that plan. Spider first, dragon second. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I will put. Uh, I will put DC thirty uh, dragon poetry on yep. my, my character. Nice. Okay. I got some. I got some good lines in there. Yeah, no, real good lines. You'd probably get that published in um, the Dragon... Dragon Times. Magazine. Yeah, Dragon Magazine. And, you know, also all the uh, the poetry publications. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, y'all going back, grabbing your cart, jumping on the road, heading to where you know Cragmaw Castle to be? I think so. Okay. Uh, luckily, it is not too far from here, since you're not going back to town. Um... You it'll it'll take you a few hours, but now that all the misty moors have or all the mists have receded and the sun is allowed to shine over this area, uh, you can kind of make your way through the swamp a little bit easier. Um, turns out that Alicia had a uh, a private road built for her delivery drivers. Um, that makes it super easy to just come in and out of the back. You don't even have to go through the swamp. Um, but you find that now that all the mists are gone, uh, jump on the highway uh, and cruise on down to where she marked on your map uh, beyond the fake waterfall, uh, beyond a little ravine. Uh, and eventually you make your way over to a valley. It's you, you push your way through this like mountain, like little crevice. Uh, and then you pass through and you basically open up onto a little valley, a little wooded area. But you can see that there's this 
ran not ramshackle but decrepit um it's seen its better days uh, or its better days are behind it it's kind of uh broken down a little bit uh castle and let me actually change maps uh and everybody make a perception check as you first kind of peer out to what you believe to be cragmaw castle and can you all see this map goblins I cannot. Yeah, you're not on the map yet. Hold on. I'm roll up I got an 18. To see if I see it on the map. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ga- or sorry, uh, Satch, you got an 18? Yes, please. Okay. 18. Smee with a 16. Oh, wait, no. Sorry, that was your, uh, your other. Smee with a 25. Nice. Uh, sincerity with a 15. Gak with a 4. Loyalty with a 14. So um, everybody sees the goblins except for Gak. Uh, Gak, you uh, probably get distracted by your own nose. It's probably Gak, you realize like, oh, you can see your nose and you become suddenly aware of it and then you just lose all track of what you're supposed to be finding. Um, Loyalty and sincerity and satch. Uh, You all see that this is a rather large castle um, that is has a few goblins kind of scouring around the outside. Uh, it looks like the goblins have set up fortifications of sticks and mud and and kind of tried their best to repair the existing castle structure, but not super successfully. Like, you can kind of see, like, there's a couple sides of the castle that have completely crumbled down from previous battles or, or, or something like that. Um, Smee, with that 25, you... Honestly, like, you're, you're probably still tripping out a little bit on that dream that you have um you something like it these goblins kind of remind you of like like your dream just a little bit not not the bad parts but the parts where it was like oh this is like a a young fledgling elven society they've just kind of they've made thatched roofs they're they're kind of settling down they're not living in the trees like typical elves do uh you look around and with that 25 perception these goblins seem a little bit more orderly than your typical uh, insane goblin that just wants blood. Uh, You actually look around. uh, The goblins, and can you see the map? Yes, I can. Okay, so you can actually see that there's four goblins kind of standing at the entrance of this castle, um, and they are standing at attention. They have their spears and little shields kind of in place, and they are standing still on guard. And they actually... You kind of squint your elven eyes a little bit. They've got little cute matching outfits. It's like a little red tabard with like white writing on it. And it's all matching. And then you kind of look around. You scan the outskirts of this uh, of this castle, kind of like along the edges of where the, the, you know, the forest meets the castle. You can actually see a few goblins like rummaging around in a a little bit of the, the shrubbery. And it takes you a second they're gathering berries and it looks like they've actually like next to those berries there's like stalks of corn it looks like these goblins are engaging in very primitive forms of of agricultural they're they've no longer just a a hunter gatherer society it looks like they at least these specific goblins have a little bit more order to them Uh, but that's what you see with the 25 um you're all, I would say, kind of just like peering out from the nearby woods, so you haven't been noticed just yet. Uh, can I? 
Uh, if I rub the mud of the swamp on myself, can I get advantage on stealth to try and creep up? Uh, I won't give you advantage, but I'll give you a plus two to your stealth. Okay. Uh, well, and the reason I ask for advantage rather than a static plus is because there's like actually a ranger ability that I, I would get at level 10, but I, I'm not level 10. So mm. I, don't, I don't get it. So, And that's why I didn't want to ask for like a static plus because that's actually an ability that I would normally I, get, but I, I will take the plus two if you give it to me. Okay. I touch I touch Satch and give him Blessing of the Trickster, which gives him advantage on stealth checks. <laughs> well, there you go. Beautiful. Uh, instead of a seven, I got an eight, but it's plus uh, plus 14. 20, so 26. 22? 20, I, I don't know. Hold on. 14 eight. and eight. Oh, 22, yeah. 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, good. Okay. I'm not good with math. Yeah, uh, Satch, you start, uh, start, you sink down a little bit and you start creeping up, uh, creeping up on these guys. Uh, which, which way are you going? Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna creep up towards the wall, like the, the, like the closest wall to me, and then kind of like maybe chill there and kind of listen, maybe send my bat out for like a little bit more of a, an op once I get up there. I don't, I don't, let me go grab my computer so I can see what's going on. Sorry. Oh yeah, there's a. I got a real nice map for y'all tonight. Hey, sorry, sorry. I, I apologize. Here I come. You're good. Um, but yeah, whatever the closest wall is, like regardless, that's where I'm going. So the closest wall is pretty close to. I mean, it depends on what side you want to come in from. So right now, I'll say that you are you're all far enough away. Nobody's seen you. So if you look at the map, you can kind of decide which side you may want to come in on. Um, Okay. The, looks like yeah. It looks like the east side or the west side is like the main entrance, uh, but it looks like there's also kind of worn paths to the north and south. Okay, and we're on that we're on that road to the uh, to the west. Uh, I'm going to. Well, that's just where I kind of placed your characters on the map. But you okay, can no right right now you have the free ability to kind of place yourself as is oh i forgot to i forgot to mention they're also raising livestock you can see that a couple goblins are like out in the field like herding sheep or tending to pigs and stuff like that interesting uh and they are they are all the livestock like out there or are they like they are they like are like you say the sheep or just pigs no there's like pigs and sheep and like that's probably the only thing that they've been able to to tame thus far since they're you know, size, are they sizable. The yeah, they're they walking like they're... the sheep back to the uh, to the fortress. Or are they like kind of just leaving them out there? Do they have like a pen or? Uh, so the pens are outside of the fortress. It looks like all of the live okay. stocking, uh, all of those pens are outside of the fortress, kind of in the nearby fields. Uh, but it looks like they put them up at pen, in pens at night, or at, at least at some point. Um, but yeah, okay. they're they're you know various different goblins just tending to very like. It looks like early agricultural activities, quite honestly. It's like these goblins are... are, (laughs) Let's crush this! (laughs) Yeah, they're just now... Like, there's probably a few of them, like... Self-sufficiency? Homesteading? Like, you know... Yeah, they're homesteading. Squatters' rights? They're putting up solar panels on the the roof. Uh, I am going to wild shape into a sheep. And uh, I'm going to get within like, well, first I'm going to get within like 60 feet of one of those shepherds. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to like, uh, and then I'm going to like start bleeding, like not bleeding, but no, bleating. Bleating. Ble- <laughs> bleating. I shall bleat. 
Uh, yeah, and uh, like I'm lost. You know what I mean? Like, okay, eh. <laughs> okay. Uh, be, like mud on me. I'll look all scared. You know, well, I can't really look scared because I'm emotionless. But uh, sorry. Right, so you're you're after you turn into a sheep. You're purposely trying to get the attention of this little goblin herder. Yeah, I'm just bleeding. Like you know, okay. like eh. Like yeah. you know, um, uh, he's like this little goblin sheep herder. Like has his little cane and he has this little like straw hat and he kind of. As you with your twenty six or your twenty two stealth, he doesn't notice you sneak over to his flock uh, and then transform into a sheep, and then you start bleating and getting his attention. He's like, "What? What's going on over there?" But oh, hey, little girl, I don't think I've noticed you. Where did you come from? And he kind of like bends down and like looks you in the eye. He says, yeah, "Everything okay? Where's it hurt? Where's it hurt, girl?" <laughs> well, okay. Well, I guess one of the sheep had a baby when i wasn't looking uh, okay well uh i guess you know as long as you're okay and he kind of goes back to like walking like just kind of walking around in the pastures with the the rest of his sheep just kind of like just kind of keeping them in one one general area but i'll say that you are like just in the field south of the castle okay and my my bat is actually on my belly <laughs> <laughs> okay it's just it's just hanging onto the fur of my belly you know uh, the the wool, my woolen mm-hmm. belly, mm-hmm. just chirping okay. and like you know, giving me little echolocation signals. Okay. While while Satch turns into is turning into a sheep and gathering information that way, what's everybody else doing? As I'm sure Smee started to point out, like, oh look, they're participating in agriculture. Oh, livestock. So we we previously put down a, a little goblin uprising. What did, uh, did, was that group displaying similar tendencies towards these? Uh, no. That was a, those goblins that you encountered were very feral. Okay. But their, their leader was, like, very well thought and noble. We just didn't realize this because we don't speak goblin. But other than that, it was pretty chaotic. No, no, that, those were the orcs. You're right, the orcs, okay. Yeah. Those were the orcs, not the okay. goblins. Not, not the goblins. <laughs> And he was well spoken in Orcish. Were there goblins working with uh, the orcs at all, or nope, just orcs? Okay, I guess uh, it was because Sildar was ambushed by goblins that uh, yep. I was, but unrelated. Uh, okay, you also did encounter some goblins in Clark's cave, where you got Sildar from. Remember, which That's... those those goblins actually did display similar. Uh, traits they were very willing to negotiate uh the release of their friend or the release of the lot your friend for their lives that's right did we follow them up on that or no we we took care of all the survivors no no survivor uh no i think you all left those goblins uh alive after they gave you sildar uh do i do i happen to recognize any of those goblins at this guard post Man, make a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, you know, it, you saw those goblins once in a cave a few weeks ago, and you're seeing these goblins now outside at a castle. Maybe? It's, it's hard to say, though. Uh, Sincerity's going to mentally think to everybody. Um, should Should we approach and try to to bargain for Gundren's life before the uh, the black spider can get here. Maybe 
we can start to enact that plan while also enacting a plan where we sneak in, break in, and break Gundren out like a jailbreak. And then if plan A goes south, then plan B is to, to break him out violently at, uh, at, at two fronts, you know, with one side of the party escorting him out and then the other one uh, blasting a path in. I like that idea. Seems smart. Count, count me out. I'm going to stay with the carts. Sildar sinks, like, slinks back. Sildar. I, I know where I thrive, and that is the cart. Look out. Uh, using the Rory set says, not bad. <laughs> Sincerity is going to take one point of psychic damage inflicted by his own spell. So if we're going to approach it from two fronts, it looks like part of the group will get it from that little bridge area from the front part, and then maybe we send some of our group join Satch down near the bottom of the map. I think that's a pretty good idea. I think maybe group A, it might make be uh, a good idea for sincerity. Um, maybe loyalty and Gak, since uh, Gak will speak Goblin. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Maybe maybe Smee, if you're not uh, feeling uh, confident and stealthy. Man, I don't even know. I have a feeling Smee, Smee doesn't make great first impressions. She, she maybe shouldn't be with the uh, okay. negotiating group. She might mess it up. Okay. Gak is great with first impressions. Yep. I'm confident in, in the, the team that we, we've put together. <laughs> Everyone loves a Bible thumper. It's the best opener. <laughs> really gets your foot in the door. <laughs> People love it. All right, so I guess me's going to have to sneak past those goblins to get down to where Satches, right? Uh, no, you can take the wide, you can take the wide path. And just go around. There is, uh, you would have to cross a field with a goblin that's herding some sheep, but it looks like he's about to take a nap, so I'm sure you could get by him pretty easily. Okay. So Smee's gonna move down near the bottom of the map. Okay. Make a, just make a stealth check for me. And that would have Titanius on, uh, on the infiltration team as well. Titanius is pretty sneaky. Although his voice box doesn't seem to be working right now, so he may wait wait in the wing. Firmware update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you try to talk to Titanius, and you get a, I'm sorry, I'm offline right now. Please connect me back to the internet. <clears throat> and you're like, Titanius, I'm sorry, I cannot connect right now. Is is it the Xbox that does that? It's Alexa or Google. Ah, gotcha. if they're not If they're not connected to the internet, as soon as you say their name, they just scream at you. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll join the other infiltration team. Okay, team infiltration. I rolled a 20. Nat 20 or dirty 20? Dirty 20. Okay. All right, so I think Smee was team stealth. I'll move you down over to where Smee and Satch are. I think I'll uh, I'll have loyalty um, sneaking around behind the diplomacy team. Okay. As a, uh, a trump card. Gotcha, a backup. Uh, okay, so then is it just Sincerity and Gak that are going to approach the goblins? I think so. Uh, Gak, I don't know a whole lot about uh, goblin culture, but um, should I have, have caught you for this? Uh, well, first, I think you're going to need to wear less clothing. You're, you're wearing too much. You should be wearing like this. I'll tell you what, I will unbutton the top button on my shirt. They're going to see through that right away. 
You gotta be practically nude, or they're I'm, gonna I'm, see right through you. I'm I'm not trying to be a goblin. I just want to negotiate. Yeah, but to approach them wearing human clothes is offensive to many goblin subcultures. I'm gonna insight check that. That doesn't sound true. Okay. Yeah, give me an insight or a history check, depending on if you want to check him or check your own knowledge base. I'm gonna I'm gonna check my own knowledge. Of him. Uh, that is sincerity score. Even head loyalty select. Uh, nineteen. Man, ever since you've teamed up with Gak, you really don't know what goblin culture is. Like, you studied it in college, you've seen it, a different thing with Gak, and each goblin tribe that you seem to encounter does seem to have its own unique set of ideals and traits. It's quite possible that this this clan might get offended if you showed up fully clothed. Sergey's going to let out a long sigh, and then he's going to take his shirt off. Goblin culture is very complex. You know, but Aldo, playing devil's advocate, looking at this, you know, burgeoning society, you know, maybe eventually they'll industrialize. Um, but it looks like all these goblins are fully clothed, even the farmers. Okay, so the next thing you're going to want to know. Sincerity's going to put his shirt back on. <laughs> There's the goblin greeting. Almost, almost fell for it. In order what, to do the goblin, the goblin, in order to do the goblin greeting, you must approach with your hand. On your genitals. So they must be holding your genitals as you approach. Now, when you're just about to reach the the person, the goblin, you take your hand then and you fart on it. And then you blow it, you wave it in front of their face. I'm going to let you demonstrate this to them for me. I'd be glad to. And then and then I think uh, <laughs> Sincerity is going to, to let Gak approach in front of him. And he's going to be like 10 or 15 feet back. Just kind of smiling and waving with his hands up in the <laughs> okay. air. Just generally non-threatening. Yeah. Okay. All right, Gak, how do you approach these uh, these goblins? And Gak, can you see the map? I see a pig pen. That's it? I see uh, a bunch of other goblins and a bridge. Okay, and, but you see the map. Me. Yeah, I see. I see the map. Okay, cool. All right, how do you I approach these Dora. goblins? <laughs> I am Dora! Uh, um, so I'm going to go ahead and walk up with my hands on my genitals with uh, yep. wearing the uh, the mega trenches golden banana hammock okay. as I'm doing so I'm doing a little twirl not like a twirl but you know like I'm moving my hips back and forth very exaggerated uh, a sway yeah mm-hmm. I mean you got to to get past all the spiky uh, sticks that they put up in front of you yeah but you know I'm, I'm using the, the power of the banana hammock mm-hmm and now uh, I'm going to approach one, then the first one here on the left, and I'm going to go ahead and fart on my hand as I, I reach out to, near his face and I wave my hand in front hey. of his face. Hey, they say, hey, old, hail, hail, good goblin, please, please refrain, refrain from advancing any further before you state your purpose and your reason for being here. Well, how do you do, fellow goblins? I'm just trying to see what the gobbledygook is about going on in the area. You dig? Uh, You must have official business with King Grohl in order to enter the premises. Otherwise, you may feel free to roam about the grounds. Oh, yeah. Me and my slave boy here do have official business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then state your official business. I've been tasked with meeting the king. Make a persuasion check with advantage. We we, want to buy a hostage, but all right. Where did my character sheet go? Uh, persuasion with advantage. Uh, okay, and I'm using the Nega Trench's golden banana hammock for this. Yep, which is why you're getting advantage. Did I do good? 
Did a nine do good? Uh, a nine did not do good. But these be goblins. So let me see. Mm. I'm sorry, that business is not legitimate. We would need some sort of note. Uh, Sincerity's going to. Oh, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to Sincerity. Hey, do you got that note that the king gave us? Sincerity is going to pull out. He's gonna reach into his bag of holding. Mm-hmm. And real quick, he's gonna. I assume this. I have always assumed the bag of holding works by like you stick your hand in and whatever you want to grab pops out. Yeah. Uh, he is going to will his paper there, and real quick, he's just going to scribble down some nonsense mm-hmm. uh, uh, about buying a dwarf, um, and then he's going to sign it, roll. Okay. He's going to try and disguise all of this as him rummaging around in his bag of holding. Okay, make me a sleight of hand. Like I, like I was saying, we would need some sort of written request from the king himself in order to consider this going forward. I, I believe this is our... our our writ for for negotiation, and he'll he'll hand it over to the guard. Yep, you may approach, and he takes it from you. He looks at it. Hmm. Yes, I know some of these words, especially this one. This is King says King Grohl, and that's all we need to let you in. All right, open up the bo- open up the door, boys. Um, and the goblins like step to the side, and he says, "Uh, King Grohl is actually uh." If you go just past the the chapel, he should be in the dormitory room. I believe he's guarding the slaves. Sorry, captives. Uh, I'll get my bodyguard. Yes, he'll, he'll motion to loyalty. We no longer do slavery here. We've moved beyond past that, so we're trying to excommunicate that from our vocabulary. So they are not slaves. They have never been our slaves. They are just our captives for the time being. Guests, sorry, guests. They are guests, is what King Grohl would like us to call them. But anyway, through the chapel, uh, you should find him. Yes, I too have brought a guest to a motion to sincerity. He wink. The goblin winks at you. Well, there, there you go. Welcome to Cragmaw Castle. Uh, and what? How do we get to the the king? Oh, uh, you got to go in through the door, uh, and then pass through the chapel. Um. Well, actually, sorry, you can't get through through the chapel. Basically, just go in through that door, through the mess hall, um, to the south over there, and then you should be able to find him in the some of the dormitories. Okay. Okay. And I don't I don't know if I set this map up correctly, but I did the door thing, and you should be able to open and close doors, and your character should be able to actually see things Neat. as you progress through. Tell me if I did it wrong, though. Nope, you did it. Yay. Neat. All the oh, doors the, are unlocked. The door to, the, to the south here. Yep, yep. Just take through that through the mess hall. Uh, you open up the open up this door, and there's like how many? One, two, three, four, five. Like eight goblins in here, just kind of like eating. But they're like sitting at like tables, and they're using like forks and spoons and knives uh, and like cutlery. Uh, and it's not like a goblin feast that you've ever seen. They're actually being very polite, and you actually hear them say. Did you happen to hear what was po- on the post today? Yes, Garthok seems to have gotten his foot in another bear trap. Hmm, yes, I see. Oh, and they're just having these, like, they're, like, sipping tea and, like, reading newspapers. And, like, you, like, as you're walking by, you peep over at the newspapers, and it's just, like, drawings. Just, like, no, not actual words, just pictures. It scribbles. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yes, I, f- I heard Gaithan got chased by an owlbear. 
And you see like a little picture of a small goblin being chased by a big owlbear. I'm unsure um, if he survived. So Sincerity's going to uh, make his way across this room with uh, with purpose. And uh, the the dormitories are supposed to be on the other side of the uh, of the dining area. So that's that's where I'm headed. Alrighty, Gak, are you following behind him? And is loyal loyalty? What's you said she was sneaking behind, or did she just show I, herself? I, I had her kind of hiding behind a bush, and then I told them that I would motion for my bodyguard to join us. Mm, okay, gotcha. Uh, Gak, are you heading into the uh, into the castle? We'll circle back to Gak. Uh, but you make your way through the mess hall. Um, you in, and you go to the opposite side. Open and close that door. Uh, you're op- in this kind of just like looks like a transitional hallway. Um, and you can actually hear kind of coming from what sounds like behind this door over here to the north. You can kind of hear these like oh shit, uh, growls and like hoots and like just kind of general rummaging around. Does it sound like kingly rummaging? It does sound like kingly rummaging. Oh, where's my scepter? I know what's around here somewhere. Oh, yes, arms. Indubitably. He'll, uh, he'll approach the door and uh, knock. Yeah. Uh, right before you knock, Gak, uh, how have you been uh, moving through this castle? Uh, with my hands on my balls. Okay. So <laughs> uh, the goblins let you in after Sincerity faked a note from King Roll. And after you entered into through the first uh, main set of double doors, Sincerity and Loyalty started to head south because uh, that's where they were told King Roll was. You, Gak, actually pick up something to the north piques your interest that Sincerity and uh, Loyalty necessarily didn't pick up on. You hear a faint sound of like goblin, goblinly singing, like goblin angelic singing. And it sounds very low. It's coming from the north. Yeah, I'm drawn to it, you know. I'm always looking for talent for my choir, my church choir. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you start following the... You just follow your ears. You said it's coming from uh, the north. Do I have to come in here? Yeah. I guess I go... Can I go through this door there? Yeah, it's unlocked. All right. I, I, I'm going to open that door. And I shut guess. it a couple times. Oh, wow. Interesting. I've never seen that before. And I'm going to keep coming around and, you know, I'm going to open this one. Yeah. You go to open this door and you see a goblin standing on an altar covered in white and gold robes with a giant cross on his chest. And there's four goblins kind of down below and they've got little gibbles. And it looks like they're they're studying and, and singing. And you can, you actually busted in on them and they were singing, Jesus loves his little goblins, all the little goblins in the muck. Uh, and then when you like open up the door, they're kind of, oh, hey, excuse me. This is a choir practice. Did you not please knock? That's very rude. Uh, yes. Uh, do you mind if I uh, join you? Uh, I know this one. This is actually one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, of course. We're always happy to have more more believ- believers of God uh, in, in our flock. So come come on in and. Well, we can sing together. What brings you to the neighborhood, brother? I don't think I've ever seen you. Oh, I, I was, uh, I'm a missionary out to spread the, the gospel of Jesus. Uh, and I just happened upon your church here. We were here, we're here on business to see the king. Oh, 
well, you know, yeah, I was going to say no need to proselytize here. We're all we're all believers, man. He puts his hands on his nuts and he like extends a handshake. Put her here, pal. Yeah, I get I give a good fart into mine and, you know, wave it around his nose before taking his hand. Jesus be praised. Jesus be praised. Uh, We're going to jump back to uh, Smee, Titanius and Satch hiding up outside. Uh, What are y'all doing? Uh, Satch, here's the uh, the music, you know, the singing on the wind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, goblins being his natural enemy, being a ranger, like he, uh, you know, sh- Satch shifts uh, back into lizard form, uh, separating themselves from the uh, from the herd uh, and going into the grass, casts long strider and jump on on itself uh, before. And neither of those are concentration or mm-hmm, just one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, and then I run and I jump up into the tree and then jump up and grab onto the side of the castle uh, and begin scaling it in the darkness, uh, knowing that the goblins with their dark vision will be unable to see me. It, it Love it. Uh, quick point of clarification. It is daylight. Oh, it's daylight? Okay. Yes. I wait until nightfall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do all of that. okay well that's a few hours from now so satch i think for the time being you might just be eating grass with the other sheep i may eat one of the other sheep so the number that goes back at the end of the night is the same i gotcha all right uh titanius and smee what are y'all doing as you're hiding outside well we don't know where their guests or prisoners are at so i guess i'm gonna wait until sincerity talks to the king about whatever deal they can get but I'm also going to keep watch on the road for the spider or anybody else approaching. Mm, okay. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check while you lie in wait for the the, the call from your uh, extract team. 12. 12? Uh, 14. 14. Uh, yeah, uh, it just looks like uh, goblins kind of going about their day. You don't see any black spiders or any other humanoids approaching the area. Um, Smee, what are you doing while you're waiting? Smee wants to be as prepared as possible. She knows if if something goes down, she's going to have to enter through this little walkway in the, through that fence. So she's going to check fence for any um, traps. Hmm. Okay. Uh, make me a perception check. Fifteen. Uh, other than the fencing itself, there are no traps. Um, the fencing is spiky and like, if you tried to push past it in a hurried way, um, you'd probably get cut. But if you just, you know, take your time and just kind of walk past it, it shouldn't propose or pose an issue. Then Smee's just going to hang out. Um, doesn't want to prepare an action though. If any goblins running through this gate, um, weapons, she wants to shoot them with her bow. Okay. Good to know. Um, and we cut back to loyalty and sincerity. You've lost Gak somewhere in this castle. Yep. Yep. Uh, you go to knock on the door. Who is it? Uh, representatives from Force Grey. Adventurers? Yes. Here to see King Grohl. We we come peacefully. Mm, how do I know you've come peacefully? How do I know you haven't come here to ch- kill our, my bugbear children and wives? Well, for now, the door's closed, so you, you've really got You've been sent that. here against me! I know you have. They've told me that you're here to kill all goblins, all bugbears, all everything that I hold dear. No, no, we we 
you know, left your your guards unharmed. We what? We, we just we just want the release of uh, Gundren Roxy. Wait, wait, all wait. Everybody's still alive. Yes, yes. You mean you didn't kill all of the goblins up until this point? I I think there were some goblins who were holding uh, our friend Sildar in a cave, uh, and we 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 killed some of those, but then uh, the others negotiated their release by by giving. No, us no, Sildar. not those. I don't care about. But yeah, but the no, goblins. I, yeah, everybody here? here's fine. Yeah, we haven't killed anybody here. I I don't I don't believe you. Bring me one of those idiots from the front. Do, do I need? You know what? I'll take care of. And then uh, sincerity is going to walk back through, and as he does, he's writing on a piece of paper that uh, the king needs to to see them immediately. And then I, I write, you know, orders of, and then real big, King Grohl. Luke. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Hello again. How can we help you? How was your meeting uh, with King Grohl? It, it's uh, going good. He wanted to speak with you real quick. <gasps> what? Just The king, the king but, wished to speak with me? Yes, he just wants you to confirm some things, like, uh, you know, you gave me peaceable entry and that everyone's not dead. Okay, kind of like, he, like, eyes narrows, okay, I can do I, I thought it was I thought it was weird as well, but, you know, the, that's what the king told, and here, and Sincerity's gonna hand over the piece of paper. Okay, he looks at it again, like, scans it like he's reading it, but, like, there's no tracking of his eyes, it's just, like, looking at it. he's like oh okay yes uh all right right away i think uh uh you three goblins uh stand stand your post i'll be i'll be right back the king wants to meet with me and he kind of like straightens his tabard uh, a little bit and he says uh it's gonna be a good day for old gill getting to talk to the king all right well let us go talk to the king me with you and the king at his request and then, and then we go back through the mess hall. Excellent. Gathaniel, did you hear the king has called me? Yes. I'm being called. I'm being summoned to speak with the king. Yes. And you see all the goblins in the mess hall. Oh, it's Gil's lucky day. Yes, it's fine. All right. Yes, now simmer down, simmer down. There's no need to dilly-dally or rumor about my significant promotion that I will be receiving as he exits the mess hall. This is about a promotion, does, isn't does, it? Does, does the king normally promote people like everybody he talks to? Because I think he's just going to ask a couple of confirming questions. I didn't mean to set expectations real high. No, actually, the king has never given out a promotion. I just thought, but he's also never called me into his office. So I thought today's the day. You know, uh, it's not It's not entirely unheard of. And we'll see what we can do for you on that one. All right, but... If I have your back in that, you gotta have my back for my thing, all right? Wait, what's... Of course, but what is... I just, your... I, just, I just want the dwarf, you know? Oh, no, yes, just... yes, the, the exchange, the prisoner exchange program, yes. Yes. Do you know where the prisoner exchange program is, is located? I think, it's a, I think that's actually taking... Actually, we did. We recently got some emissaries from the, uh, you know, the extraction program. Uh, I think a young woman came by here not not too long ago and inquired about that same dwarf. I think think she is still here, but she arrived only a little bit before you. But that's neither here nor there. Let's go speak with the king. And and once again, where where in the castle was? Oh, the north the northeast quadrant. Northeast Quadrant. And then Sincerity is going to broadcast that along with uh, Strange Woman here, Black Spider, question mark, question mark. 
You know, sometimes I think in words, and then sometimes I think in texts. <laughs> Subtle. All right. Well, uh, I suppose, could you, uh, uh, we're just, I guess we're, you've stopped in the hallway. What's, what are we doing? Oh, uh, Sincere is going to go back up and uh, knock on the king's door again. And uh, he's going to say, I brought, I brought Gil yes. from the front gate. Yes. Hello, Sir King Grohl. It is I, Gil. Uh, and like, who, by Gil? the way, was very kind, courteous, and and by the book. Mm. Okay. Um, the door. And I really think he deserves a promotion. The door cracks open a little bit, and you can see that there's like twenty of those little hotel like locks on it, like the little chain thing. But it's like a different one. It's like there's the chain, there's the bar, like there's all different. And that, but it opens up like six inches, and he looks outside, and you see this like big, like yellow, like hairy uh, hairy face and yellow eye kind of peeking out and like a little golden crown on top uh as you wave at him uh he kind of looks out he says and like a little hairy arm comes out and pokes gill says gill are you all right yes yes sir of course i'm quite all right was is there anything that you needed of me i would i'd gladly do anything for you sir i'm your most loyal subject all right gill you swear on everything that Everybody out there is a lie. This is an adventurer, and everybody in the castle is so far still alive. Actually, these are two adventurers, right? As he kind of peers loyalty standing behind you. And, and we did have a third who is also a goblin, but uh, he slipped away when I, <laughs> I, I took my eyes off him for just a second. Oh, yeah, and, you can't do that. You got you to gotta keep your eyes on them goblins. It's uh, Yeah, that's why I never go out in public with goblins. There, there are three of us here. In the castle. Oh, okay. Uh, and he's like, gotta be upfront and honest with. Me. I appreciate that. Um, he's like still looking you you up and down. Uh, make me a persuasion check with advantage. Thirty three. Thirty three. Mm, mm, he's kind of just like, you swear to God, nobody's nobody's been hurt. This doesn't this doesn't this doesn't make sense. I everything that I was told about adventurers. And, you know, just humans, humanoids in general, is that they can't be trusted and that they would kill all of us on sight. And you're hey, telling... That, that is a good instinct, and I don't want to, like... But, like, good instinct to have, and normally you'd probably be right. But in this one, you know, particular case, right here, right now, I've come peacefully. Okay, um, do you... are like, he sees you just, like, glowing with magical energy and magical items and, like... Why is he wearing clothes? <laughs> um, Gak, you are currently singing Goblin Hymns right now, which one of the titles of the hymn is Why Is He Wearing Clothes? Um, but uh, the, the King Grohl kind of is just like, Ugh. okay, so you 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 are all legitimate adventurers. Uh, Sincerity is going to pull out his Force Grey ID badge. It's a... Uh... He has like a renowned symbol or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a little badge. Yeah, he'll uh, yeah. he'll he'll flash his badge. Okay, like a, you know, official and and everything. Do you, do you know uh do you know anybody in the near in the in Fandolin like you uh, know like governmental officials in Fandolin? Oh, uh, the the mayor. Um, we saved his family recently. Uh, overthrew most of the red brands. Um, ha oh. Oh yeah, Harbin Wester. You you know Harbin yes. Wester? Yes, Harbin Wester. That's him. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, and you kind of like as he's talking to you, you can like kind of peer into the room behind him. You can see that there is like 
four very worried looking like humans that have been like bound and gagged and have like goblins with like crossbow bolts like at aimed at their temples and he says all right well okay are you good how would you describe your relationship with harbin uh you know not familiar but we did save his family once already all right that's that's pretty good okay so, so like probably he feels indebted to us in some way okay that's really that's really good and i just wanted to check you have no intention of uh murdering and killing my wife and children i wouldn't say zero intention because to be clear i am here to you know rescue prisoners gundren rock seeker specifically but in you know in general principle we we do free the prisoners um but as long as we can come peaceful agreement regarding that one issue there's no reason for this to turn violent okay well i think i have a way out of it it'll work for everybody so i tried to you know we are we at the crack tooth clan believe in self-fulfillment self-enlightenment and the path to bettering your to bettering everybody and anybody has the ability to better themselves. And we firmly believe that here. And as you can see, we've built a community around people that care about each other. Now, it's really hard out here with, with just us. We tried to, to get, you know, on friendly terms with the nearby town so we could trade. Listen, we're not, we don't want to murder. Again, I'll put it the way you put it. We have zero, not a not zero intention of murdering the entire town. We just want to trade with them. And I, it, um, if you could, uh, it, Hunley, come in, just lean in a little bit. Sincerity kind of leans in. All right, man. I, as king, I made some bad deals to, like, we were starving. And this lady came by, said, Hey, give you some food, give you some supplies. All you got to do is get these dwarves, attack these travelers, you know, take their goods. You, we could keep the goods, but she just wanted a dwarf. She's in she's in the other room with quite frankly a really scary crackhead. Um uh and and a and a bugbear that quite honestly I I think is trying to plot to assassinate me. Um so tell you tell you what, you can if you go kill the meth head, the the, the black spider and, and the, the bugbear that wants me to pose, they're literally in the room just north of us. You can have Gundren. And then, as a sh- it, it, like, as a show of my token, if I could come back with you to Fandolin and you could, you know, vouch for me that I'm a stand-up guy, we're stand-up goblins, a community that a, know, a diplomatic envoy. Yes, we can, yes, we'll take care of this, and we'll do, have a diplomatic envoy to Fandolin. Uh, you can also, um, he's like, I also have some hostages from Fandolin in here that I would like to return, but. Because of the bad deal I made with the Black Spider, I have to keep them hostage. Okay, so tell you what, to make me comfortable, have have your buddies in there, lower the crossbows from their heads, um, let them know that it's all going to be over soon. <laughs> Actually, don't don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. Um, he says something in Goblin, and the goblins put their crossbows down, uh, and like the humans or the humanoids look a little bit less scared. Peeking, like good things on the way. Like just... a little, little bit longer though. They're all bound and gagged. 
All right, and uh, so this room to the north, where uh, where they all are, is this also where Gundren is? Uh, yeah, they're currently torturing him for information on some cave. Okay, um, you might want to clear your people out of here, the immediate area. The it's the castle doesn't look super secure, and I just don't want it coming down on anybody. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Sincerity's gonna fist bump him through the door. He, he, uh, a hairy fist comes back out through the door. I'm trusting you, man. I'm I'm taking it. I'm putting my whole hey. kingdom in in faith in you. Hey, we we got this. All right. Uh, I'm gonna move my uh, wife and children to safety. Yeah, do that. All right. He starts to yell out in uh in goblin. Uh, and some of the goblins start to like. Uh, all those of you outside, uh, you hear like the goblins start to like move around on the inside. Uh, Gak, these uh, you uh. You hear, uh, actually, King Grohl, uh, this big, booming voice come out through the castle in Goblin. Uh, execute uh, Order 99. Everybody shelter. Ground shelter. There's been a nuclear bomb. Nuclear bomb. Everybody into the shelters. And the goblins start running around. They're like, okay, gotta get, you, heard, you heard the man. Get to the shelter room. And then uh, Sincerity is going to transmit everything he knows to the, the rest of the party through Rary. And uh, uh, the goblins, like as Sincerity's uh, transporting or translating all of that information that he just gained, uh, you see all of the goblins in the re- surrounding community all start to like like shelter in place and like start to hunker down a little bit. Uh, should should we shelter in place, guys? Oh, I want backup. I I I don't think I can take down two spellcasters by myself. All well, right. So I guess at that point, Satch is Satch is going to activate. You know the sleeper. All of a sudden, there's like a, there's like a sheep out there, and its eyes just blaze red. <laughs> and and then it immediately, just, as a sheep, I just start running, and then you know I will like transform in mid run, kind of you know. Get, get, Gassy, like where are you going? Gassy, wait, no, what? Oh my god, that's not Gassy. There's like a little bell, <laughs> like that's jingling. You know, like it's still on my neck. You know, as I'm like, as it running. No, actually, no, I don't want a bell. It, it's not on me. Well, I'll, I'll be damned. Guess it grew up into a lizard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all right. You guys are storming the storming the castle. Yes. Yeah, looks like it. Uh, so you all found, or you all were to- or told that the uh, prisoner was being held in the northeastern uh, tower of the castle. Uh, Satch will climb the tower. Okay, it's actually not a super tall tower. It's like two stories at most. Um, then I, will jump, I will jump to the top. Okay. Move you on over. Uh, my jump distance is tripled with the jump spell. And what would your jump be then? Uh, well, I already have. I have the athletics uh, feet. So like, I have. I have to go to my features and traits real quick. Hang on. Um, let's scroll down to it real quick. Athlete. Um, uh, climbing doesn't cost me extra movement. Uh, when I'm when I make a running long jump or running high jump. After moving, it, it only cost me five feet instead of ten feet. Actually, that doesn't really add anything. Uh, I don't. There's a whole math thing with like jumping uh, that you just you would have to set a DC and then. Yeah, but basically, I my think, speed. I think you just make it. Yeah, I mean, because I'm I'm already my athletics is like eighteen. So I figured if I spend the spell slots, you know, I unless I rolled a one or something, you know, I'm willing yeah, to do it. Yeah, honestly, I think it's just an auto success at this point. Okay. Can I do yeah. like the Iron Man, like you know, landing with like the fist to the ground, you know, yeah. like the okay, nice. boom, you land on on the roof and you hear a what the hell was that? And I said, uh, 
I'm with the king, the King David Grawl. Okay, what's everybody else doing? Satch is in position on the roof. Yeah, I fly up there on my carpet. Jack, all the goblins that you're with start to shelter in place. Uh, I guess we should start to position ourselves around the door on this side. I will draw my uh, my weapon and uh, I will shelter in place with them and say, "Uh, "Don't worry, uh, Jesus will protect us because Jesus told me to protect you." So, thereby, Mm. Jesus is protecting us. Jesus will protect us. It'd be this tower here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, sincerity and loyalty will be uh, progressing um, stealthily if they can. Okay. Roll me stealth checks in. Actually, I'll uh, I'll have us be uh, invisible for this one. All right. Smee, or sorry, sincerity and loyalty vanish into thin air. Looks like Smee's made her way inside the castle. Yeah, Smee was following sincerity and loyalty, and now they disappeared, and she doesn't know where to go. Uh, sincerity will. Uh... Sincerity will uh, pull out a piece of chalk and start drawing along the ground where he where he is. <laughs> oh, that is much appreciated. Give her a little visual signal. Yeah, you just see this little piece of chalk line appear. Just you don't even see the chalk. You just see the chalk line appearing. It's, I'm doing it like a little dotted line. Perfect. That is perfect for me. She can follow a line. Mm-hmm. Just follow Jeffy's path. <laughs> All right. Uh, loyalty, sincerity, and Smee are on the outside of the door. Satch is on the roof. Uh, Gak, you're sheltering in place with the, uh, the Giza's freaks. Uh, Titanius, what are you, how are you progressing? I, I flip to the roof with Satch. All right, and you've got your fancy little magic carpet, so there's no need to ask you to do anything. Oh. All right, everybody's into position. How, uh... How would you like to initiate? Actually, everybody make a perception check as you kind of like lean in on the door or on the roof. Uh, is there a window to that room? Because I was thinking about just swinging in SWAT style. You know what I'm saying? Just like, psh, you know. Uh, only there are uh, archer slits. There are not windows. Ooh. So I would have to like turn into a monkey or something like that. Some You'd have to, That's, yeah, something small. I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste that. Let's just kick the door in. Okay. Um, All right. Smee with a 12, loyalty with 11, sincerity with a 7. 21. 21 for Gak. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. So that's uh, Uh, Titanius. 16 Uh, for Satch. 16 for Satch. So I think just Satch and Titanius. Actually, Gak, what did you get? You're muted if you said anything. Yeah, Gak, what did you get on your perception check? A 9. 9. Uh, Gak, the only thing you see is the Lord with you, but he's always with you. Um, so yeah, I think Titanius and Satch, Satch. Would, would be the only ones that hear this. You hear, you hear, uh, just tell us where the location of the cave is and we will end your suffering, dwarf. It's, uh, you'll never get anything out of me. I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> Um, you, you do whatever you want, and so I kind of like it. And you hear a slap. Is um, oh, yeah, you know, it's fine. You know, it's fine. I'm getting the good. Mm. And you hear just like, all right, stab, stab him a little bit. Loosen his lips. And he says, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna twist his. I'm gonna twist his. Twist him. Twister. Uh, and like you just hear it. Oh, oh, it hurts so good. Oh, come on, my. My grandmother did worse torture than this. This is nothing. Red, red team, go. Are, are we just gonna watch her? Yeah, are you just. I can keep going. Like, uh, yeah, I just say I, I'll say. Bring out the tickler. Red team, go. 
Red team go. You know. Uh, all right. Uh, Sanch calls out, "Red team go!" You all burst into the room, and that is where we are going to end tonight on hurting dragons. And we will pick it up next week with the battle for Gundren Rockseeker. Beautiful good session. Yeah, good game. Good session. Welcome back, yeah, Smee. Thank you. Welcome back. Yeah, I hope I didn't throw you time. off. Yeah, I hope I didn't throw you off too much with that. Uh, into throw you into the dream. I'm still that that's gonna haunt me now. I'm gonna have to figure out what that meant. Right? Sometimes dreams are just dreams. It's me on on her off time is gonna have to find a dream interpreter and <laughs> we're gonna go down that path. Nice. All right, well uh I'll see everybody next week then. All right, awesome. take it easy. GG. Bye. Bye y'all. See you guys.